Hey everybody, thanks for listening to another AOQ episode. So, uh, <laughs> on the last AOQ episode, I I get so excited to record these because then we're like they're just fun, free. We have a guest on and everything, and I'm like I always tell the guest beforehand, I'm like, okay, I'm we're gonna take a break right here because that's like where I put in the the thing, the ad, you know. And then I told this guest the same thing, and I was like. I I totally forgot we just started talking and that's how it happened. So yeah, that's why I'm recording this thing right now and putting it at the front and then putting the ad right there. And then you can just get on with the episode. Um I was really excited to do this episode. This person that we have as a guest has been my hero for a very long time. Just like aside from the nerdy stuff, just like like uh, as a base, as bassist, as an artist, like as a musician, as a as a punk, like like I just man, oh my god, I'm okay, I'm done. I love you guys. Thank you so much for listening. I'm not even gonna say what it is. I'm just gonna let you listen, and you'll just hear it. It's fucking amazing. I was so happy to do it, and I can't wait till he hears this. It's gonna be amazing. So, thank you so much. Um, but yeah, I had to record this thing so I could put the ad in the anchor ad in here. <laughs> I forgot to in the fucking episode. But yes, thank you so much. Um, I I hope to do more of these um, quarantine episodes to give you guys extra content. You know, at least at least it's a whole other extra episode that you guys can listen to um, besides the the regular podcast and the newscast. And Danny and Nick are going to be guesting on some other pods. And so they'll they'll direct you to those pods as well. And there's some other pods that are mentioned like towards the end of this episode from the guest so you guys can go check those out too hopefully that'll give you more stuff to listen to more stuff to do i hope to bang out more aoqs um next week as well so thank you for listening i love you guys um links.animesummit.net you can find everything right there all the links to youtube where you can listen and patreon.com slash anime summit you can become a patron today for those of you who are becoming patrons during this during this pandemic i really appreciate it i love you so much for doing so thank you that being said here is aoq episode two from anime summit podcast he's freaking out that henry cavill not only you know was he into um the witcher you know and like everyone was like shocked that he loved those books but he's like apparently painting his own warhammer army and they're like how is this how does this happen and it's like because they're nerds <laughs> like, yeah, okay. Hey, everybody, welcome back to the Anime Summit Podcast, and we're here for another AOQ episode. Help you through quarantine. I'm your favorite host, Sam the Bomb, and with me always is Danny. Hello, guys. And Nick is absent today. He kind of wanted this week off of recording. So, like, in this this episode we're doing right now is kind of last minute um, put together. But I have a very special guest here. Um, he is the one of the founders and the bassist of the band Tsunami Bomb. And it's Dominic Davi. What's up? Hey, how's it going? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for having me. Thank you for doing this <laughs> i'm excited because yeah, like i know you're really busy right now and it's just like i mean it's worth it. decently busy with even with the quarantine and uh, i have an, i have a way of busyness has a way of finding me but this is worth it i'm very excited so thank you for having me 
I so like I get. Can I tell the story? I'm gonna tell the story. Okay, I'll tell you. The story. <laughs> this is like probably like last year, sometime like before. It was like right when the spine that binds dropped, which is your latest record, right? Yes. Yeah, from Tsunami Bomb, and there the on Facebook, like Gabe replies to everybody. So like, or not Gabe, but uh, Dominic replies to everybody. Yeah, I was so going to say, like, like I, Gabe replies to you? That's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Our drummer so. replies to everyone? Where? Where? He doesn't even return my texts. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, I was going to be like, the... will you ask him if he can practice? No, I was going to, like, <laughs> send him a message for me. Just comment on a random photo. It's like, hey, by the way, Gabe Dominic's looking for you. Yeah. Uh, um, no, yeah, Dominic replies to everybody, and I jokingly commented once and said, you should be on my anime podcast. And he replied to it and was like, yeah, dude, send me the link. <laughs> and then the other day, it was like last week, you were doing a live stream. Uh, you were going to get on with Oob, I think. Yeah. And then like before you switched to Instagram, I was like, hey, really quick before you go, you want to be on my anime podcast? And you were like, Sam, message me right now. And I was like, no way. So then I did <laughs> a couple days later, and then that's how that went down. And now we're here, and I'm my pants a little bit well you you definitely picked the right (laughs) member of the band to talk to you about anime so i was like very like yes 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 i want to talk about this this is this i would love to talk about this so yeah um but yeah so i was thrilled like because all i saw was like you want to be on anime podcast uh yes (laughs) (laughs) is that even a question (laughs) (laughs) Do you want yeah, to do that? It's like you're asking me, like, do you want to throw shade on musicians and gossip? Yes, I do. I do want to do that. I do, <laughs> I do want Dude, to be smart. Oh my God. <laughs> Tom and I just gossip all the time. Yes, it's yes, no it's joke. Really I'm the worst it's about just... stuff I like. Like, I'm even like terrible. Like, I don't know what they were thinking. Do you love them? No, I love them per- so much. Perfect. But, you know, I don't know what they were thinking. If so. you're a talker, that's like a plus for me and Danny. Like, that's. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll spill the tea and throw the shade. I have no problem with that. Hey! <laughs> Library oh can be God. as open as you want it to be. Like, no, I'm just I'm not going to be that big. So, like, I mean, it was perfect because also, like, a lot of people, like, especially a lot of people in rock bands, I want to say more so people in punk rock bands, are really into nerdy stuff for sure. And metal bands and punk bands, people are the members are always super nerdy, and like uh, yeah. Dominic is, I think, is exceptionally nerdy. And <laughs> I think and I'm like, very open about it. I'm just a yeah, he's more... he's super open, and he can and he can talk more about that in a little bit when in yeah, about his band and how how that stems with anime and stuff. But I I'll say for me, the way I discovered Tsunami Bomb was kind of an intersection of anime as well. Because, like, I thought it would be interesting to talk about the intersectionality of uh, punk and goth culture and alternative culture with anime mm-hmm. with Dominic. Because he sees – he's on the road, you know. He sees that stuff all the time. And for me, it was – and I don't remember what magazine it was. You have to forgive me. I think – I don't know. I I know it wasn't Game Informer, but it was a, a game magazine. And inside of it, they would give you a little PlayStation 2 demo disc. Oh, right on. And – I put that demo disc in because obviously I wanted to play it. I'm a fucking kid. I want to play all kinds of shit. And there was there was some demos, and then there was a bunch of trailers. That's how all video game demo discs works. You know what I mean? There's a bunch of trailers and a few demos. One of the trailers was for a game called Disgaea Hour of Darkness. And and for those of you who have never heard of Disgaea, it's a great tactical RPG series. I highly recommend you play it. The trailer 
the one of the things that Disgaea markets itself on is the ridiculous moves you can do with each character in class. So that trailer was literally just people doing moves the whole time, and it was a tsunami bomb song called "The Invasion from Within." And that's how I heard you guys the first time was watching that trailer on that PS2 disc. And I think I still have that disc somewhere in my video game collection because of it. Yeah, it was like so. And then uh, and then for Christmas that year, I asked for that game because that's when it was coming out. And I got it and I probably I think I beat it in like a few months. But not only was it in the trailer, it's actually in a couple boss fights, which I don't know if. Did you ever play that game? I did play out? the game, but I never got to the boss fight. Like that was like during they sent me a copy of the game, and then I started playing it. And then I think I went on tour. And then I come back, I start again, and I'd be like, "Oh, I think I have to start over." Like I think I've started that game like four times, five times. <laughs> I hate you know, it. I trying. hate it when that happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I hate it. It just came to me right at a time when I was like touring a lot, and then you know having to move and stuff. It got ended up getting packed up, but I still have the copies of the game and stuff. But yeah, I, I yeah, was like that, it's by it's by Nipponichi Software. So like all their games are very the, the designs of the characters in the worlds are very anime. It's all anime. You know what I mean? It's a Japanese company, and and so like um, there, there is there is even a Disgaea anime, which is it's okay. It's not very good, but uh-huh. the the first uh-huh. boss fight that where the song comes on is you fight this vampire named Madaris, which is like just perfect for that song because like you know he's a vampire he's very dark and the song itself is very like it's got heavy organs in it and it's like really fast and it's like castlevania sounding you know so mm-hmm. that's kind of like how that intersected with me so ever since then i've been in love with Nine bomb that's they're one of my favorite bands to this day thank you yeah so <laughs> It's so funny. I, I love I love that shit. Yeah. It's funny how that happened because it's very similar to our interaction where somebody was like, I think at the time our manager was like, we got an email about somebody who wanted to know if Tsunami Bomb wants to be the soundtrack of a video. And I was like, yes. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and they're like, what? That, like, wait, I haven't finished. I was like, okay, finish. A video get yes. <laughs> and they're like, I haven't said. It. I was like, you're about to say video game. <laughs> and they're like, yeah. And it's I was like, like, I already know. So like, just you don't even get know what it's about. It. I was like, all right, tell me what it's about. It's like it's based on a Japanese kind of style anime yes. style. Yes. <laughs> and I was like, yes, yes. I don't know why you're still waiting. <laughs> go, go. I was tell like, them. Where's the contract? Let me sign it. God damn it. <laughs> yeah, I was really excited when this came through, and uh, at the time it looked like there was going to be a bunch more or stuff. But somebody at Atlas knew about us and i guess going through the game they're like you know what would be perfect for this scene is this one song from this punk band and they're like there's no way we can get that and they called us we're like yes you can i'm all for this when i saw the artwork i was like oh this is right on point for yeah, us I love it's like it. this very bold vibrant colored uh kind of chibi character designs like <clears throat> the eyes are really big i love it it's like one of my favorite styles of art like in in it's so good totally yeah. and i was just sitting there going like okay this is amazing and um you know it came out and i i I saw the trailer and i was like oh this is great and it turned out to be to be a huge deal like because not so much back then did we feel it but i would say since the bands come back i found out how many people learned about us through that video game um so Mm -hmm. that's amazing and i i just it's like all the time so many people uh talk about it and i guess the company like atlas was porting it for the america for america so that's it wasn't on the original japanese version 
So I guess when they were going to report it, like somebody had made some sort of announcement. Somebody asked, like, is the song, Tsunami Bomb song still on it? And they're like, oh, no, we couldn't get in touch with the band. And I was like, you didn't try. <laughs> like, I'm yeah, like, yeah, we're right. right here. <laughs> like, Yeah, they um, re- they there's a they reported for the PSP and it was called Afternoon of Darkness and then there's a a version on Steam. <laughs> that's on that's like goth polite, like an afternoon of darkness with <laughs> Yeah, <your> goth polite. <laughs> <laughs> it's like yeah. polite an afternoon of darkness with polite goths. Yeah. Hi, <laughs> Hail Satan, welcome. Let's have some tea. <laughs> Hail Satan, wait. Hail Silco. Hail Satan, welcome. Today we're gonna talk about how to decorate your black dress. Yeah, <laughs> I, I made doilies from this leather. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's a, such a weird, the weird subtitle. Yeah, but they didn't yeah. ever ask us again. I don't think anybody was left to. I think they really just nobody was left that even had any idea on how to reach us or what song that was. Like they just didn't know, so they didn't even think about it. They just ported the Japanese version again uh, without thinking. Then, then when people responded, I'm sure they would have if they'd have thought about it. But they were just like, oh, people cared about that. They probably uh, like looked you guys up and then saw, oh, they broke up. Never mind. And then they just forget. They just didn't even bother trying. Maybe. You know if they, I mean? Yeah, maybe if that. I mean, there were ways oh. to reach us, but it was sort of funny because I was just like, and it and it's hilarious because like I wish that more people like I would, we would be all over video games if people want to ask. You know, I was like, <laughs> would love to hear uh, more requests like that. I would do it. In a, I'd be way interested. You know. But, Dude, that'd be so sick. Like, yeah, no, that the moment when it happens is actually a pivotal part of the game. It's like chapter seven or episode seven, I think it is in the game, and it's mm-hmm. like, it's like this really big spot, and then the battle starts, and then the song starts, and it's like, oh sh. I think it would have been cool if they'd have done a lot more of uh, like dark punk and goth punk and you know industrial music on that video game. I think they would have had room for a lot of that on it, like. I don't know. I mean, I love when they do, you know, a soundtrack, a symphony-esque soundtrack and stuff. Those are, are amazing. But I think there's a place for, in the right kind of games, uh, that kind mm-hmm. of, you know, that kind of music. So, I don't know. Anytime, I, I'd i be interested in getting asked again for stuff like that, you know. It'd be fun. I wish we got asked for more anime stuff. I It would be my dream, specifically, to be the theme song of a season of anime. You know, if I ever get, like, we ever get a tap for a by Black Clover or uh, <laughs> or My Hero Academia, I will literally die. If you like, guys hear that? <laughs> yeah, it's like, but I was Funimation like, Crunchyroll, do you hear that? <laughs> yeah, we got, it. we have it. We have the long intros. We have everything. You know, it's all there. It's like, like I said, I, I kind of said before the break that the I never, I don't ever feel like people got the anime manga connection in the tsunami bomb name or what I was kind of what we were trying to go for originally. It just didn't. Nobody really. I don't think it was popular enough, but now that it's so popular, when we came back, there was this one specific tweet that came out where a girl was like, who's Tsunami Bomb and why does all their songs sound like anime intros? And I was like, yes, finally, yes, they do, don't they? Long intros with big, huge buildups and really intense breakdowns, yes, so I was like, Kind of laughing. That's what you were kind of telling me earlier, like because like before we started recording, we were talking about that, and it's like you're that the kind of sound that you guys were doing was like that kind of thing was like anime theme music, kind of. Well, yeah, I mean, we weren't really purposefully thinking anime theme music, but I I was such a huge fan of anime and manga, and I was reading specifically at the time back then, like I was reading uh, like Ghost in the Shell, Appleseed, um, Dominion. 
Like there were a bunch, nice. you know, Akira. I was like, there were so many that I was really, really into. And I was in a band, a different band, and we played the show with, uh, God, uh, we played a show down in Southern California. And there was this other band playing, and they had these two Japanese women as backup singers and dancers. And they were okay. so cool looking. And, uh, they were gorgeous and they were so awesome. And then like after the show, I started talking to them and it turned out they were from Japan and they got high, like they were friends with the singer and they kind of were doing this tour and seeing America and it was really cool. And I started talking to them about anime and manga. They were big fans and video games. And I was like, Oh my God, these girls are the coolest. And afterwards I was like, that's what made me think, Oh, I want to name my band. I want my band to sound like it's an anime, a manga. I want it to sound like it's like this kind of particular comic book um and then mm-hmm. uh, i started running through all the japanese words i knew <laughs> like trying to figure out like <laughs> how could i make this work and none of them worked and i was literally like doing like picturing in my head like well, one word over here one word over here and kind of spinning a dial and trying to put together some sort of combination to sound like okay i want to sound like a secret weapon or a big ex- you know like something that just be incredibly destructive and eventually I came on Tsunami Bomb, and I couldn't believe that nobody... I was like, that's got to be something. It turns out it was actually a weapon, a secret weapon developed in World War II that was never really used, though a lot of conspira- uh, conspiracy theorists mm. think that it was, mm-hmm. um, oh. where they set off a bunch of uh, atomic-level bombs under the ocean to create a giant tsunami that would hit a town and a port and wipe it out so that they, then the Navy can come in and... It was like a possibility of what they could do to Japan and how Australia and America could get into Japan and make a landing. There was a big conspiracy about the that most recent tsunami that, that demolished Japan mm-hmm. like a few years ago. Um, that they that there there was like a big con- conspiracy about using that to do that to Japan. Yeah, a lot of people... It's kind of funny seeing conspiracy theorists post about Tsunami Bomb, cause, uh, tsunami Bombs, because they'll be like, let me tell you more about Tsunami Bomb, and you'll see somebody go, like, the band, and then you'll see them like, no, not the band! <laughs> 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 and, and it's like, oh, Tsunami Bomb, bumming out conspiracy theorists since 1998. No. <laughs> like, like, people are like, are you talking about the band? No, no, I'm not! Like, they I'm going to start doing that now, and people, I'm going to go into, like, those Facebook groups and be like, oh, you mean the band? Like, yeah, no. like, <laughs> I've seen a couple snap responses of like, no, not the band. And, uh, <laughs> but I didn't know about that. I mean, I just totally came to me. It was, I was trying to picture in my head like this, like I almost initially pictured this whole adventure going on about, you know, the tsunami bomb. Like, and I thought, what, what is that? A ship? Maybe it's a spaceship or maybe it's a weapon or something. And then when we started initially, all of us had code names and, um, the idea was that it would be this like crazy like superhero and like manga kind of style band where we'd all have these names and so like Gabe Lindemann, our drummer, he was going by Gabriel thirty seven and uh you know, our first singer, um June went by like Madeline Rex, like kind of and then like Yeah our keyboard player vocalist Courtney Foster at the time she was going by Oubliette Sparks which that stuck she's the only one whose name stuck and then when Emily joined um Agent M yeah it was Agent M that we named her I was gonna be Hero Zero 
And because initially there was a lot of numbers starting to get tossed around, so I was going to be mm-hmm. zero. I was going to be hero zero, and like that was cheesy. It's been kind of used a ton, and but nobody would ever buy into it. No one referred to me as that. No one even listened. <laughs> they roll their eyes and be like, "Okay, Dominic Davy," and so like that was it. Like I could never. I don't know how Sting got it going. You know, I don't know how those like you know where the the artists get a name and nickname and that becomes their thing like i don't know how they prince how that worked because like nobody would call me it's weird because agent m kind of stuck too like we that's what i called her like you know because i didn't know her real name like at all yeah emily initially was very shy especially joining tsunami bomb and she was really like she would stand still she didn't like move around a lot she was really nervous and like she sang kind of quiet and like and it was kind of fun like we were still doing the nickname thing or trying to, and we thought it would be kind of fun to give her, like, this mysterious name. And she was into it, because she dressed like a, uh, a spy, the Halloween uh, prior, and before she was in the band, and I was calling her Agent M. I was like, ah, oh, look at this Agent awesome. M here. And, uh, yeah, and then we thought, like, this will make her sound mysterious. But then it led to, like, rumors later, because she'd go by Agent M, like, her and Oubliette, their names stuck, but all the guys their names just didn't work it nobody kept nobody everyone brian always went by brian plink back then um but it just wasn't as a reference to plinky the band that he was actually in first but like that right. didn't that wasn't part of our nicknaming thing but it was just sort of funny because people would see like songs by you know and they would have all our names but then there would be this e whitehurst and everyone was like agent m doesn't write her lyrics and i was like you <laughs> yeah, that's right yeah. <laughs> like, like, <laughs> like come on like first off a lot of us wrote lyrics but she's a great lyric writer and like it was just hilarious because it would just say e whitehurst and everyone would be like h&m's a fake like we had a couple she's a of those. phony yeah no there's a few <laughs> there's a few instances of those and i was just like whatever you guys but yeah, she so when she joined as our the, she was like the second lead vocalist. Um, yeah, she was. Yeah, we she took on Agent M, and that's where all that stuff comes from. It's from that time when, for it kind of lingered for a while of having this like, there was definitely a manga, anime influence on Tsunami Bomb, especially in the beginning. But as years went on, it it became less and less apparent. And then until now, when there's enough people into it, it, would, it used to be like me and my friends and like nobody else like <laughs> would get the references. But now actually people get it. It's so. funny that you say that because like before I got into like punk rock or any kind of rock really when I was younger, all I was listening to before that was anime theme music. I'd have like mixed CDs mm-hmm. of anime theme music and video game music. And I then, still do that. Yeah, I know. I see. Yeah, <laughs> Let's <same>. be real. <laughs> I still do too. But like back then, that's all I was listening to. And then I heard Tsunami Bomb, and that was the first real like punk rock like band I got into. I wasn't into like Sum Forty One back then or things like that. I was into Tsunami Bomb. Yeah, <clears throat> then... I, th- I think we have a unique kind of a unique sound back then and even today. That was actually you definitely also did. one of the reasons that we came back is I was walking through warp tour in 2016 and I was like, dude, nobody sounds like us. Nobody sounds like the way we do or has kind of our hallmarks. Like maybe there is still a place for this band and we could continue like working towards the sound that we've always been working towards. Cause it's like nobody else is doing it. So yeah. Well, mm. as soon as like, <clears throat> cause where, where I, since I was living in New Jersey and, um, bamboozle was a big thing Mm -hmm. in new jersey so and 
2007-2008 were, like, were my high time, like, prime of going to, like, seeing screamo bands and everything like that. Um, But then it started to go downhill once, like, fucking... Demi Lovato and Drake started headlining at Bamboozle, and it's all like, oh, yeah. like "What is this bullshit?" Like, <laughs> Drake, why are they taking all this stuff away from me? Like, this is not supposed to happen. Could you and imagine fucking, just like seeing Escape the Fate, and then right after that, Drake going on there going, "Oh, I'm crying." Like, it was terrible. I think 2008 Bamboozle, um, Snoop Dogg actually headlined one night. Okay, I'm okay with that. Yeah, I was completely. I was completely fine with that, and he was great. Like I've never went to a Snoop Dogg concert or anything like that until then. I was like, okay, I can vibe with this. Like this is fine. <laughs> but then, but then, fucking Drake and Demi Lovato had to come in, and it's all like, why? <laughs> it's really funny because our listeners have terrible. been like wanting us to like kind of do. A music episode <laughs> this is kind of it too which is really perfect like yeah slightly but not really kind of yeah i'm sure they want to really get into the different songs that come about on these uh on these shows but i mean i would love to do theme music for one. Oh my god if they ask oh that'd be so cool i don't care what it would be they could literally be it could be a show about you know how they make shows about anything. It could literally be about like competitive toe picking, and I'd be like, "All right, we'll do the theme song for it." And I'm in. Dude, I'm into it. But like- you know what, though? You know what, though? Let me tell you because remember back then, they when when animes would come to America, and I wasn't alive when when animes like Saint Seiya and them first came here. But when those when Saint Seiya first came here, they put Flock of Seagulls as the opening. Yeah, that's um, funny. And and like now. And I and I I can I can vouch for this because I do a newscast every week and I, I keep up on the anime news. There was this thing in the middle of last year, the new prime minister of Japan rolled out that we that Japan was going into a new era, and one of the big things he wanted to do was this thing called the I for Anime International something initiative something like that. Where he wanted to bring anime to more places around the world besides just like parts of Asia and America, North America, and it 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 must be working because today, for the first time, I watched an anime that's based on a Korean manhwa. Oh wow! So mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's called, I mean, it's called Tower of God. Yeah, which it's based on a, a webtoon, a, a manhwa webtoon, and like, I mean, it could happen. Someone could approach Tsunami Bomb and be like, hey, more anime, more international, more opening. Oh, dude, I have a friend that works at Crunchyroll, and I've already said, like, you have any time anybody says, this uh, show needs new music. Tell his ass, dude. You suggest Tsunami Bomb? And she was like, okay. I was like, I'm serious. If if the original, like, release for uh, Evangelion can get Frank Sinatra dog. for, for <laughs> yeah, the yeah. ending. I'm pretty sure they can get you. <laughs> oh my god, dude! <clears throat> they just have to well, that ask. was a it was a cover of "Fly Me to the Moon," but I mean, like they still got the rights to it. They, at, yeah, yeah, yeah. The new, no, the, new get, the, the new, the new doesn't. Yeah, have it. yeah. They I, weren't but, able to get the rights for it. I'm for even into Netflix. this new song for every season. I'm like, I'm living for it. All right, one day, one of these shows is gonna need something. I'm ready. 
So yeah, <laughs> it's like all season five of My Hero. Okay, let's do it. Actually, <laughs> afterwards, I did do that. I did take. I pulled the sound off of a. I think it was One Punch Man and My Hero Academia, and I put on a tsunami bomb song. Two different tsunami bomb songs to see how they lined up. And then I sent it to the band, and they were all like, "Oh my god, it's perfect!" Like no even the beats, way. the beats were dead on. Like <laughs> I did take the reins for My Hero Academia, and then I think I did a newer one for uh, one of the new ones. I think I did like what was it? It might have been uh, for One Punch Man. It might have been Title or something. It was like one of the newer ones, and like for it was just like beat for beat. We, when whenever there was something, there was like some hits in the drums. Like it lined up perfect. And I was like, oh my god, we are an anime intro band. <laughs> it totally worked. Tsunami bomb is anime. Like, yeah, it's just like, like oh I my would, god. I would totally like to see kind of what they did with carolyn tuesday how they got oh English. that's right dude Why, how can did you ever watch carolyn tuesday i don't think i have no Ooh, fam <laughs> okay Ooh. because so so um this was a netflix deal so it just it was releasing weekly in japan but of course the u.s netflix they want to wait till the whole thing's out before they give it to you yeah right um carolyn tuesday's netflix jail yeah you know, we call it netflix jail it was in netflix jail for a while <laughs> um Carolyn Tuesday is the new Shinichiro Watanabe show, which he did Kawaii Bebop. Kawaii Bebop and, and Samurai Shampoo. Oh, God, yeah, okay. I, I'm actually watching uh, Samurai Shampoo right now for the first time. Yeah. But I've nice. always loved Cowboy Bebop. And I love this one. So I didn't know that that, see, that's how out of it I've been. I didn't mm-hmm. know that was So happening. Carolyn Tuesday is like, it's not really, it's not, it's like completely different than what he's done before. But like, because it's more like a drama. But it's about this kind of, rich girl who runs away from home because she like hates her life there mm-hmm. and she it takes place on mars and where music is not done by real people it's all done by virtual idols hmm. so she she takes her guitar and runs away to like the city and she runs into this other girl busking on her, her keyboard her like foldable keyboard which she's is really like a cool. street performer yeah oh i heard about this i didn't know this was it i'm looking this up while i'm talking to you i'm like they oh. got nine brxx to like do one of the voices and the other i forgot who does carol's voice but like um a lot of producers who did like beyonce beats and some other stuff like really big stuff were on it mm-hmm. and did the music for it so like think about that <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, uh, I, like I want this guy to name my next band project. This guy's names are the best ever. Carol and Tuesday. Uh, like these are great. These are great. These are his. He, I, I don't know. I'm just thinking about all of his his uh, his series. Cowboy Bebop. Yeah, no, That's you, like the best band name ever. I wish I would have thought of that. Cowboy Bebop. <laughs> There's actually he, a screamo band out there called See You Space Cowboy. Yeah. Yeah. I knew that. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I like them a lot. <laughs> but um, yeah, dude, you should watch it. Like, it's it's really it's a really easy watch too. It like, is an easy watch. the yeah. The English, the dub for it is fantastic. It meshes really well um, with um, Naya uh, Naya Bri, uh, XX and um, <clears throat> Selena Ann, who does the voice, who's the singing vocals for Tuesday. Mm-hmm. And so it's not like it's weird or anything. But like for the sub, they have um, they have Japanese speaking voice actors, but all the songs are in English. So, like completely all the songs are in English. He did he didn't do any Japanese 
um, songs in the show, which is fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Mm. And it's composed really, really well. Yeah. That's and so every cool. chance I get, I listen to it in my car or I'm <laughs> in the shower. <laughs> it's so good. That's awesome. I'll definitely check that out. I'd heard about it, but I hadn't, like gone to see it i don't know why it fell off my radar but you know how some things do there's there's so many things and you're like you hear about something you're like oh i'm gonna check that out and then you just oh yeah yeah you're like oh that looks cool okay i'll put that on my plan to watch list, and then you completely forget about it sits on your plan to watch for two years or so yeah yeah exactly (laughs) so what are you watching right now you're watching samurai champloo and then you had said it the other day in our discord but like what what uh what else are you watching well i i'm watching black clover uh i'm up to date on it and then I'm watching, for a while it was great because I started <laughs> that one and I, I designed some t-shirts for Crunchyroll for Black Clover. And, Ooh, nice. And then I recently told him, I was like, hey, if you want some more t-shirts from Black Clover, I know a lot more about that show now. I'm ready. <laughs> like, <laughs> like at the time I had never seen it when I designed the shirts and they were like, yeah, there's got this guy Asta and he doesn't have any magic, but everyone else has magic, but he's like the hero. And I was like, how is he doing anything? That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> um, you just go around punching people and she's like, kind of. And I was like, you know, <laughs> but then I finally saw it. I was like, oh my God, this is great. And I, and I saw there were like a hundred episodes when I started. I was like, this is going to be fantastic. But now I'm finally caught up. But uh, I went back and watched, I'm watching Parasite because I've been meaning to watch that for a long time. I'm a yeah. big fan of uh, Goblin Slayer or is it Goblin Slayer? Oh, yeah. Goblin uh, Slayer. Yeah. yeah. It's a little, it's funny how it gets real close to being a little inappropriate at times and then it doesn't, it's, especially in the manga. But then I overall I do really love the show. I just started watching Inspector. Uh, Ooh. Oh yeah, they, they we just they just finished. Danny and Nick just finished that one. Yeah, and then I'm you know I saw while watching all these others I saw uh, advertisements for Doctor Stone, so I gave that a start and I'm checking that out. And um, I'm also uh, rewatching some of the really old Captain Harlock episodes, like the old series. I gotta watch that again, dude. I haven't seen that in so long. Yeah, I mean, it's very dated, but it's such a cool idea of this, like, one pirate who just doesn't give a fuck. You know, it's like, and that's really what it's about. <laughs> um, and then um, I'm looking for new stuff. I fell in love absolutely 100%. Oh, and One Punch Man I love, too, but I have really fell in love with Demon Slayer uh kimetsu no yaba i hope i said that right um i've never heard i keep looking for places where people say it out loud and i'm like i have not heard this out loud i don't want to mess up this name google translate will help you oh there you go (laughs) it helps me all the time (laughs) i really love i butcher names really bad and i actually have my own like like language it's sam calls it dannyism (laughs) <laughs> Dude, the, yeah. I have that too. My parents used to make fun of me all the time because I'd make up my own words for it. And then I was really, I've always read a lot. So like, but I, no one would pronounce these words for me. So I had these weird pronunciations that I had to just come up with. Yeah. And I'm just yeah, notoriously same. terrible. I used to call a Diplodocus dinosaur a Diplodocus for some fucking reason. <laughs> and, and I would like lecture people about dinosaurs and no one correct me because they wouldn't fucking know how to say it. And, uh, so here we have the Diplodocus. But I mean, I mispronounce. So like when I mispronounce Japanese and Italian and any other languages that I 
I know a little bit of, I totally just destroy English too. So it's like, it's just, I'm completely open-ended on my destruction of English is so hard. I swear. Like it's really no joke. No. And then they keep changing it and it, it keeps evolving. So it's like, yeah, but, um, but yeah, I really fell in love with demon slayer in a big way just because of the nature of the emotional depth that they've stumbled on with this story. So yeah. I went and read the manga, and I'm just, like, even more in love with it, of just how much, like, uh, how much heart that one has. Because, you know, some of these kind of, you know, they get, a, like, I love them. I love them. But as I said, I'm going to cast a little shade. Like, you know, it gets a little repetitive when you're, like, every story is about, like, some 15-year-old kid being awesome, usually a guy saving a girl, and then, oh, wait, somebody who's 19 is old, and that 27-year-old is an old man. And I'm like, what the hell are you doing, Japan? What the... <laughs> like, what are you doing? Come on. Like, I know that, like, on some level, some of these are for teenagers and kids, but on the other side, I'm like, you know, do we really... Is it a running gag there that a 27-year-old is old? right you see some of the little things that i'm like hmm all right and then you know you see a little son of the subtle like sexism that happens in some of them and i'm like stop it like like i watched the latest my hero academia movie and i'm like you know i know all those characters really well but i can't help but notice like how come whenever something goes wrong all the girls get assigned to medical duty and they're not fighting but all the dudes go fight and then all the girls go pull everybody out of the rubble not saying that's not important i'm just saying it happens every time (laughs) (laughs) right right it's like it's one of those things you notice and you're just like "Mm, yeah hmm." it's like you just it's just sort of like subtle and you're just like okay and you know you see some of the things going like she can't help it if she wants to get married she hasn't gotten married and she's in her late 20s i was like stop it japan stop it it. (laughs) (laughs) it's like okay that's that's funny i it it, i love um his name i forgot the guy the manga the, the mangaka who does my hero I love that he's, like, included trans characters and, like, yeah, you know, African-American characters. But then, like, he'll do stuff like that without thinking about it. And it's just... Which is, like, it's not that big of a deal. I mean... But it's, it's, like, something to think about, yeah. Have you guys ever been to Japan? I wish. No, not yet. I went... It it has been my lifelong dream to go. (laughs) I mean, it just takes money. uh, But, yeah, it's... it's, (laughs) I went on tour. We got to tour Japan. Tsunami Bomb got to tour there. And we have an offer to go back. It's just trying to line everyone's schedules to go tour Japan. But it was amazing. And it was really interesting. I was... I loved it. And when they... And then when our guides and the people there found out that I'm like... They're like, wait you like Japan? And I was like, I do. And like, you know the history of Japan? I was like, I do. They're like, oh. And I was like, yeah. yeah. And I never paid for another drink. That was it. Like, I was drunk the entire time with all of them. And they were like, this guy. And it was basically like this. Like, this American guy, he likes it here. And everyone's like, oh, welcome. You know, I'm like, I do. I'm having a great time. You know, and it was like. But um, it's very interesting like you just see certain like i mean it's easy their the their perceive the the culture that they have is an amazing culture with an ancient history and their you know the way their folklore plays into these um these shows that we all watch it's sometimes it's a little tricky i don't think americans always pick up on all of the little the little things that get dropped and we kind of see it and go okay you know and just kind of move past it whereas for them you know, there's things that kind of work into their culture, their perspective that we don't see. Like, the best way I can describe one one dramatic way that to, to illustrate what I mean is we were 
we were hanging out in Harjuku, and that neighborhood, that area is amazing because I literally was standing there and I saw suddenly a parade walking down and I was like, oh, there's a parade. I don't know why. And it was all these kids and teenagers and 20 somethings in these, it was like a cosplay parade, but of their own creations that the fashions were amazing. And I totally understand mm. why so many make, people make a big deal out of that neighborhood because they're basically all just trying to show each other up. Yeah. There was this huge parade of just these amazing outfits. And the queen of the parade was this woman dressed as Maleficent and just walking down the street. And everyone was all these little Lolitas were attending her and all these like, I mean, I don't have the language that everybody would probably who's listening would be able to describe everything. But it was just amazing. And I was like. What was and I turned to our translator and I was like, "What's the what's the occasion?" And they're like, "Oh no, they just do this." And I'm like, "Fuck yeah, do this! That's awesome!" <laughs> so then like they were like, "Do you want to see like some of the shops?" And I was like, "Yeah!" And so they walked us over and I was like, "Oh great, this here's a punk rock shop." And I was like, "Okay," and we walk in and it was basically like it was a Japanese hot topic, you know, but. Yeah. It was really interesting because it was all just like, we sell all the things that you could possibly imagine for punks, like the little plaid skirts and the cuffs and the hats and the leather jackets and the tight pants. So I'm like walking around and it was really cool and we're all like, oh, okay, yeah. And it's nothing we haven't seen before, but it's kind of cool because it's in Japan. And then we turn a cor- I turn this corner down an aisle and I'm like, oh, oh my. This, I turn down this <laughs> swastika aisle. <laughs> And it's like all punk rock gear covered in swastikas. And I was like, huh. Yeah. Okay. Hey, (laughs) anybody want to take a look at aisle nine? (laughs) (laughs) Did you guys see this one yet? Because this is crazy. And uh, it was really funny because then our guide came over and she walked over and she was like, oh, yeah, okay. I should explain this. Um, this symbol doesn't quite have the connotation here that it has in that America. Is, yeah. Uh, yeah. They see it as more rebellious. I mean, remember, we were allies during the war and the Holocaust and that stuff doesn't really like play into. I mean, it's talked about for historians, right. but it's not really in the consciousness. And it's mostly identified as being a rebellious punk rock thing to do. And I was like... Yes, clearly from the amount of things that are all over here. Like, there's that plaid skirt with a swastika on the front. Right. <laughs> you know, right. Who can't imagine going without the wallet chain swastika? Like, <laughs> I mean, it was just like, I was like, oh my god. And like, but for them, they didn't really, They it wasn't, like, they weren't trying to be offensive. They weren't trying to be shitty. It wasn't a it's, Nazi it's store. It's a different culture. Yeah, it was yeah. just a yeah. different perspective completely. And, it, and you have to be able to be open and aware of that, that they're they're processing things in a little bit of a different way. So like treat everything with a nuance, yeah. Yeah, and I mean, yeah. yes, you know, you watch some of these and you see those lights where they're like, she can't help that she's twenty seven and not married. I think that was one of the kitty cat ones on my ki- my uh, my Hero Academia, and I was like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. what did we bother to translate that sentence for American right, audiences? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like we couldn't have said like she can't help it if she's lonely. You couldn't have done that version, you know? Right. Like, <laughs> but it was just sort of funny because it's like I think they don't really they you know there's a holdovers from culture and you just kind of have to take it in stride that those exist. I mean, there's a limit to that, but there are some of those things. 
it was just like amazing. I just can't even explain what it's like to like turn a corner and be like, oh my god, swastika are us. Look at this. This is crazy. Well, it's really interesting that you say that too, because like over in Asia, there's the manji symbol, mm-hmm. which is a swastika, but it's turned the other way and it's a square. And oh not yeah, a I know about shape. that. That was not these. <laughs> yeah, no, these were like straight up Nazi symbols. Yeah, yeah, and I mean like the swastika. If we go back down to what it actually means, like it was perverted by the Nazis. It, it had a, it had right. a much different meaning in many cultures then it can be obviously taken out of context these were not those things but i mean at the same time it's just it's a fascinating culture and it's an amazing group of people and i've had people come up to us going like you know you think it's right that you call your band tsunami bomb and i was like well i mean that's the name for the wave but i mean you know (laughs) i mean tidal wave bomb i could have gone with but it's really actually called a tsunami uh, globally and um right but, I mean, they loved it. They were like, oh, that's awesome. And I got all excited going out there because I was like, oh, we're going to make some tsunami- we're gonna make some kanji shirts. We're going to actually have T-shirts with our name in Japanese. I was like, I'm so excited. And then the guides and the people that were going to help us with the tour were like, no, don't do that. They'd rather the English words. They think that's cooler. Yo, in Japan, they love English words. Yeah, they, like, yeah. as much as we love kanji, they love looking, like, for the same effect that kanji has on us when we look at something and, like, look how cool that looks. They have yeah. the same effect with English words. They're like, oh, that looks so cool. Like, There's they, actually, sorry, hold up. No. There's actually a, a meme <laughs> going around. I saw this, like, years ago. Uh, and and it's, like, a split split picture. One side, it says America, and the other side says Japan. And the American side has kanji, and then the Japanese side has like the English word that oh. like it's like bread or something like that. Yeah, <laughs> bread. Yeah. Exactly. It's a hundred percent. It's so obviously like that. And it's just I, you know, you just kind of have to take, like I said, you just have to kind of take certain things in stride and realize that there's different perspectives on stuff, and that could easily be offensive or off-putting. Right. But like. You know, I always find it interesting how often, like, they show characters sobbing and crying in anime. Like, just falling to pieces. And I'm like, they're mm-hmm. actually a really stoic people in real life. Right. Unless they get wasted. You don't really see too many Japanese, like, have, like, public breakdowns. They have, like, a very generally speaking. I'm not speaking for individuals. But generally speaking, they tend to pride themselves on their uh, reserve. Which, that doesn't mean they don't feel emotions, which is why I think they pour their emotions into the pieces that they make. And you see these really emotive, um, heavy moments. But yeah, like watching Tokyo Ghoul and just seeing like the kid cry and cry and cry. I was like, okay, like how many commercials are we going to hit before he recognizes me? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now half ghoul and this is his reality. Can we move on? I mean, I feel like the manga, <laughs> he didn't cry this much. So... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like I'm I'm reading a manga right now called Tokyo Avengers and actually the actual title of it, the way it's supposed to be printed, is Tokyo and it has the manji symbol in the middle, Revengers. Because the it's about a delinquent gang and they're called Toman, which mm-hmm. is Tokyo Manji. And they have that swastika on the back of their biker gang shirts. And not not in a diamond shape, but in a square shape. Mm-hmm. And uh it's funny because me and uh, a guy named Noxie from Project Manga Podcast, he who's been getting me to read a shit ton of manga right now. Um, Finally, he was like, okay, shut up. <laughs> "He was like <laughs> the shade." <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, uh, I'm I'm the I'm the big manga gal of the podcast. Yeah, I have like much. a full blown collection. 
Sam. Yeah. Right behind me. Sam, I'm all but yeah, he was like, he was like, we should cosplay. We should cosplay as these. And I'm like, uh. <laughs> <laughs> People are going to take it the wrong way. And For not sure. because we know it's the wrong. Like, it's the, you know, not because Normies. we think that, but it's because, yeah. Normies. Nor- not non-weebs. Yeah, well, yeah. there's definitely, you know, there's definitely connotations to certain things that, that certain statements and certain realities will have a, a certain cultural weight in one culture than it does in another, and it's yeah. important to keep that in mind. But, you know... Yeah, I definitely don't want to put anyone off. But, like, I told him, too, I was like, dude, let's just get the jackets and just cover that part so it'll just say Toman on it. You know what I mean? Like, I would... I love that manga. You should read it. Oh, my God. It's I'll so take good. a look at it. That's awesome. Yeah. Tokyo, Tokyo Avengers. Dude. Revengers? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, I think your thing says read Tokyo of Revengers when I look. Yeah, at my it. little yeah. Discord status. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> so, all right, I won't forget that. That's right there. All right. So, um, like, obviously, there's a big, yeah, with with you and Tsunami Bomb, there's there's a, a decent intersection of anime and punk rock. At least yeah. that's like what you guys did. Yeah, and but I like, think there's a lot of people in the scene that are a lot of musicians are nerds. <laughs> yeah, for you know, sure. they really are. Well, um, even like the band like Cold Rain, which is like a new metal kind of group, they just did the opening for Fire Force, or they did the second opening. Oh, right on. You know, that's and cool. they're 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 a band from Japan, Lucky. but they've but the <laughs> the lead singer is actually half American, so mm-hmm. like they've done Warp Tour, and they're really popular here. Um, they've been a band since like 2003, which I didn't know until like. A year ago, but yeah. <laughs> one of those ten-year um, overnight successes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like, no, like, uh, yeah, no. It, I mean, there's a lot of it. Yeah, like, I, I mean, especially like when I was younger, and I would go into a hot topic for whatever reason, or even when I would go to the music store, like at the mall, I particular mall I went to, I would go to Hot Topic, and then I would go to this music store called, uh. Well, it was Sam Goody at first, and then they turned it into a place called Fye, yeah. for your entertainment or whatever. Yeah. yeah, they have a huge anime section, and then they have like a huge. They have they for a while they don't anymore, but when I was younger, they even had a little small. It was probably like two shelves worth, not even that much, of Japanese CDs, in the rock section, because I guess it was mostly J rock, but. You know, uh, even even a lot of bands now will have like, you know, like I, like the one we said earlier, CU Space Cowboy. Like obviously their band name is a reference to Cowboy Bebop, and like we'll do that kind of thing. Well, they'll reference it. Like even the the what was the, I forgot what band it was. They, there was a record that came out like in 2012 or something. I think oh I think it was a Muir. Like they had a whole record dedicated to like Street Fighter and Marvel vs. Capcom. <laughs> that's pretty funny but i mean this is yeah, happening was, was, for a while like not necessarily yeah. anime but i mean like even led zeppelin there's so many references to the hobbit and lord of the rings and their songs mm-hmm. and i mean <clears throat> i i think there's always you have to remember the people who okay so if you're you're sitting there looking at the stage and you see somebody who is just incredible at their instrument playing up and down and just killing it right and you see this whole band mm-hmm. that's a group of people that had no friends like you don't you don't put in that level of effort when you have a lot to do in a high social life. Like that level of effort comes from people who were awkward and nerdy and had time to 
devote themselves to an instrument and learn it and practice it. And I tend to find that those people also like the same stuff. I, I, right now, like I just saw something where everybody's freaking out that Henry Cavill, not only, you know, was he into, um, the Witcher, you know, and like everyone was like shocked that he'd love those books, but he's like apparently painting his own Warhammer army. And they're like, how is this, how does this happen? And it's like, because they're nerds. (laughs) (laughs) Like, yeah, okay. He's, he works out and he's super hot and then he played Superman, but he's still a nerd. You know I mean? Like that's who these people, we all, that's who we all are. I mean, not all of us, I can't, but I mean, there's enough of us. So yeah, I definitely would say that. And I mean, you know, I think that I remember that I was introduced to anime in the first place by my punk rock friends. They're the ones that showed me an early VHS of Akira with a terrible original English translation that made no sense with that movie. (laughs) Uh, But I mean, it was like, I was just blown away, you know, and then I remember trying to find like, you know, old Robotech episodes because they yeah, were showing them out of order and i didn't get to see that show in order until it was out on uh google uh on Go- uh, google play or you know on uh amazon it was on amazon a streaming kind of yeah yeah, yeah when like it came a streaming out service, and i yeah. could watch it in order and then found out like it was actually three different shows um merged <laughs> into one for americans that made no sense but um well that's what real like that's what happened back then because you know, in the the late eighties and nineties, um, you know, they these these um translation companies would look at these shows and be all like, What is this? Okay, this is for kids, so like for example, Sailor Moon. Um there oh are there are two characters, Sailor Uranus and Sailor Neptune, who they're lovers. Um and Sailor Ernest actually is a man when she's not in like her sailor uniform, um, and and it's the same thing with the um, the sailor starlights. They're they're men when they're quote unquote humans, and then when they transform, they're women. Yeah, they're so, like gender non-conforming. <clears throat> that's yeah. amazing. Yeah. Did not know that, but amazing. Go on. Yeah, but, like when they translated it, they made Sailor Uranus and Sailor Neptune cousins instead. So they, they made it. Like, and they made it worse. Yeah, it's like, just... but that's incest. Because <laughs> like, America was like, you know, anti-gay, you know, so it was like, oh, can't have hom- homosexuality on TV. Let's make them cousins. <laughs> so <laughs> exhausting. Yeah. It must take so much work to just like, it's so much more work just to be hateful and scared of the mental things. gymnastics. Just like relax and just let it go. Just let it go. Yeah. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> But, of course, you know, back then, like, in the 80s and 90s, the the old 50s people were still running, like, oh, we got to have this and that, blah, blah, blah. No, you're right. You're right. But, I mean, (laughs) even back then, I mean, you say back then, like, look at what's happened um, in more modern times. Like, Young Justice, when that series was incredibly popular, they canceled it because it was popular to young women and they don't buy toys. And then, love that show. Yeah. Fuck you. Like, I buy toys. <laughs> yeah, but they weren't thinking right. like that. Or, like, the reason Black Widow didn't get a movie for years was because one guy, I think it was Bob Iger, I want to say, it was, like, one guy at Disney was like, no, I don't think, what's the point? Like, nobody's going to want to buy, uh, you know, nobody's going to care about a woman hero. And, you know, 
like the toys and then for look women. at DC they fucking made Wonder Woman and that was like a huge success that's like their right. best one <laughs> like, <laughs> I, it's it's like finally Scarlett Johan- Scarlett Johansson's character had to die in the cinema for her to basically get a movie finally which is good that she's finally getting it because I think that there should have been a Black Widow movie years ago but then also Disney again uh I don't know if you guys remember this, but when Force Awakens came out originally, a bunch of toys came out and you couldn't oh, get a Ray right. figure. Yeah, that's you right. Couldn't. I remember that. Yeah. She was a star of the movie and you could get her in a Lego set and you can get her in a set, like a larger set, like with others, but they didn't have Ray figures and people noticed. They were like, what are you doing? She's the star of the movie. Yeah. yeah. You know, and yeah. kids boys wanted to play with her just as much as her figure is like and girls wanted to play with I, it was just so behind the times so we can sit there and say about the 80s but like we've only just in the last sure. five yeah. years started shifting a little bit absolutely now away Thank from you for these kind that. of decisions and it's been yeah. just a nightmare well no it's true it's just you know yeah i mean it's in so it it it's better it's not there yet but it's better. I mean, it's in the music scene too. It's like back when we started, like there were no, there were hardly any bands that had women in them. And the girls mm-hmm. were, the, the, I call, I call them girls cause they're my girls. They're like my little sisters, but like the women in my band were, you know, routinely confused for being like girlfriends or not the in the band. Person. Yeah. They like would constantly, it was a constant situation. And then now it's so much better cause there's so many more uh, women playing but then we find that when we get put on festivals you know we'll get put on a stage and we'll look at the stage and it's almost all women fronted bands and it's like did you just put them all on one stage that's the answer you didn't like scatter them throughout like don't get me wrong these are great but like did you just make a women's stage and put everybody yeah. here like that's not necessary <laughs> right you yeah. know so it's like it's better it's at least it's happening but it's like there's still like Kind of like some of the animes, there's still subtle little moments that you're like, "What are you doing?" You know, but at <laughs> least, but at least you're, uh, but at least it's you know it's improving. There are signs that it's improving so much more. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I feel like Carolyn Tuesday is definitely something that is a revolutionary kind of show because it focuses on two women who are trying to make it in. Um, the music industry on mars who is like surrounded by ais who are making the music and stuff like that i love this this idea is great like this is like right up my alley i want to yeah it's it's awesome another another show that i love and that sam needs to fucking watch um is called nana Mm -hmm. oh yeah that's what i plan to watch yeah and that one that one it's not it's a bit it's it's a music um show but both of the women both of the main characters um one is in a band and the other one isn't the other one um she's kind of the band the the front the vocalist roommate and stuff so and it's kind of about like their story and and how um and they're both named nana so this is n-a-n-a nana or and yeah n-a-n-a yeah yeah. I love how Dominic's just writing everything down. I am. <laughs> <laughs> I am. I'm going to go watch it's this so stuff. so good. I made a list. It's so good. And <laughs> and not only that, but Nana, it, it's, it's, um, the music in it is, is punk. It's like, it's, 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 
a lot of like heavy uh guitars and drums um, oh why didn't you say that to me to begin with i would have watched it earlier what the hell bitch (laughs) just by just by the the fucking title alone and how nana like the vocalist how she looks should have like draw you in Uh, that's true she's like me (laughs) it's great the manga the, the manga is just as good um there's like a, a shit ton of volumes, although and and unfortunately, it's not the manga is not finished because the mangaka artist she she has been sick for a while, and there have been like Reddit rumors that she's trying to get back into writing it, but she hasn't found like good material or something like that. I can't remember, hmm. but it's amazing. Damn. And I absolutely love it. So. Where do you watch it? Where what what service are you watching? Now? Um so Nana, it used to be on Netflix, but it's not anymore. Um I think you can find it on Prime, but you would have to pay for it. So well, Amazon, you, would to, yeah. you would have to rely on on other sources. <laughs> quote unquote. The internet. <laughs> yes. I love how you said that. That was the best way. That was a very well practiced. Like you'll have to rely on other oh, sources. I've never seen you in real life, but I picture you like Austin Powers, kind of looking into the camera oh. and be like, while you're talking into your mic, like other sources. Mm. That's what I picture. Okay, awesome. Yeah. I'll take that. But I'll looking like that. this Nana character that I'm looking at now, you look like that, but you're like, going, oh. Mm. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. Like I'm, I'm a little short punk, punk ass girl with like fucking tattoos and everything like that. So. Yeah, that's why. Like, that's another reason why Nick probably would have hated this episode because he is not that way at all. <laughs> like, yeah, it's like me and Danny were the were the scene bitches or the the punk bitches. In, that's in awesome. Our, in our, in our, I have youth. to say, I am the most colorful out of all three of us. Oh, I no, actually I like my, used yeah. to have. I, used I like to my have black like hair. A lot of colored okay. hair. Mm-hmm. Black hair is where it's at. <laughs> I don't keep my hair black. All right. <laughs> so we have okay, yeah. So we have a rainbow punk and we have a little goth punk here. All right, I get it. Heck I get yeah. It. <laughs> awesome. awesome. Like I, everything I own is pretty much black. Yeah. yeah. Well, because I'm I'm Mexican and Asian, so like my hair is naturally black. So it's just like it's perfect. I just leave it. <laughs> like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just leave it. God, stop touching it. Perfect. Bitch. No, it's awesome. That's so cool. Like, this is, I think it's great that you guys are doing the show and, like, talking about this stuff. But I am curious as to if if the one who isn't here doesn't cover, like, what does, what does he cover? What is his... He's a fucking troll. <laughs> <laughs> I see. Perfect. So everybody's represented. Like... There we go. <laughs> I'm so... Sam Sam definitely likes a lot of the action pack shonen shows. Um, I'm definitely the rom- colorful romantic. I like. I even like the sports anime as well. Mm-hmm. So I I definitely like more of the girly. I hate to use the word, but it, like it's the only word that I can think of. Yeah. Um, like I I definitely like the romance girly stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and Nick he's kind of like like the neutral like he'll watch anything but he'll literally shit on every single thing that i talk about he'll but (laughs) but also on the other side of that coin he will if he hates a show he'll slag through to watch it just to watch it yeah like he'll torture himself 
and like we often tell him like dude just calm down like you don't have to finish it he's like yeah. no I'm, gonna, I'm on episode <laughs> 10 it's like oh my god <laughs> we had to delay our winter um our winter like our final winter impression um for all like the seasonals that came out um because he was trying to finish he was, <laughs> he was trying to finish and he was because he he works still so um because his job is still considered an essential and and he's all like guys can we like record on a wednesday and and like here here we are it's wednesday and he's all like i'm gonna need more time and it's all like, <laughs> come on like mm. <laughs> <Aww>. yeah <laughs> yeah oh poor nick <laughs> <laughs> well i am glad that you guys took the time to talk to me i'm enjoying this immensely so no it's amazing dude like and i i love that we got to talk about music a little bit too because that's uh, people have been asking people have been liked so our patrons too because we have a patreon P- patrons have been like sam you should do a music episode because you talk about music a lot i'm like ah, okay maybe i don't know maybe i'll get a guest i don't know well <laughs> like, let uh, me ask this then what is your favorite what show do you guys think has the best music now i didn't say soundtrack ooh. and i didn't ooh. say necessary because that's one thing to have an orchestrated maybe. soundtrack but then it's another thing yeah. to have what songs they choose for their intro songs and outro songs every season. Like, what overall, just a good general, like, if you were to tell me, I'm going, hey, what's some, what's good, what one picks, like, really great songs? Hmm. Yeah. Right? There we go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Shit. That could be what we like, think about. Are, you, are we talking about anything, or are you talking about, like, more themed focus shows that focus around music no it's actually anything like anything that, like general. when i say like what's good what show has some great music like and when i say that to you is there some shows that come to mind doesn't have to be your favorite well, there, for sure for me there are definitely a couple like from beginning to end um would have to be the vision of escafone mm-hmm. including the movie as well nice. um <clears throat> it's it's a lot of opera uh, going on in that show especially during the battle scenes and stuff so it's it's fantastic um and i can actually listen to that that music anytime i'm reading you know like a medieval manga like goblin slayer or something like that mm-hmm. um it's it's the perfect it's the perfect music to do that um another show that i feel that chose really amazing music and it is actually a music themed show which is called kids on the slope and it's this is was actually this show actually made my my top 10 in our our top 50 decade episode that we did like two weeks ago oh wow our 2010s Um, yeah yeah of our 2010s um decade so and i actually watched this um in one day before we re- we decided to record and it me and it really made it that high of a, in, in my list and it's based in the late 1960s in japan and it's about jazz so and there's this little de- there's this delinquent and he drums and and just how they they have the drummer meet this um, pianist who was all about classical music, and he developed and his character development into 
jazz and make and composing music with this delinquent drummer and everything and they actually use um they they mention real life jazz players in from america and stuff like that which is really amazing too and i love it when um especially in anime does that uh caroline tuesday each episode is is titled from a, a song who um, I think there's a couple of Cindy Lauper songs that were titled of the episodes and everything like that. Oh, that's cool. So, yeah, it's it's amazing. But I I really liked Kids on the Slope for sure. So mm-hmm. um, from, like, the opening theme to the ending theme, everything was just amazing in that. So cool. Dude, for, for me, uh, Fully Cooly. You ever see Fully oh, Cooly? Yeah, Fully Cooly. No, I haven't seen that one. Oh, dude, that's like the you ultimate would like that. punk rock. Yeah, yeah, like you especially would love it. Like, okay. it's only six episodes. Um, there is there is two other seasons they did after that recently, which I wouldn't they're watch those, to be honest. Really yeah, they're not really big like yet. need to be but, there. But but I'll I so like there it doesn't have an opening theme. The show it just starts and it has an ending theme, but all the music in it is powered by the the punk rock band The Pillows. Okay. And the one of the main characters, Haruko, who's like, uh, actually, I won't say what she is because it'll spoil it. But she, her weapon <laughs> is a her weapon is a Rickenbacker. Oh, that's base. sick. Yeah. So I um, wanted and one then, of those just to have. They're so expensive. I want one so bad, but they're so yeah. expensive. I know. I have a bunch of bases. That's not one of them though. That's one of the ones. Yeah, I'm yeah. <laughs> the problem with my base collection is that a Rickenbacker's not in it. <laughs> but, like, yeah. Does it go but, by um, FLCL? Is that how it yes. goes by? Okay. Yep, FLCL. Um, and like they, the she pulls another base like out of the main, the other main character's head, and it's a flying V base, which is really cool. And then later you see like an EB zero, the like the sixties, the nineteen sixty one model EB zero. That's cool. So somebody definitely yeah. knew their guitars going into this. Yeah, For sure. it was, it yeah. was sweet. That and like I don't know, I could tell you. I'll tell Cowboy you right Bebop now. had a really good track because Yoko Kano actually formed the band that played the music in Cowboy Bebop. Yeah, that's right. That's, yeah, that's, like, that's like she like formed a whole ass band for that, which is super sweet. Um, She's god in in all music in- <laughs> <laughs> for, for anime. <laughs> she also composed the music for uh, Escaflone as well. That's right. So. She did. I can tell you what what anime has made me go like. When I heard the opening theme, I went and downloaded Nuts. that the discography yeah. <laughs> of that band. Um, Parasite was one of them. The band Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas, like they did the opening, and I love that opening. Like mm-hmm. you're it's watching Parasite right now, right? Yeah, it's very screamo. Yeah, yeah. Very screamo. Um, it's like I immediately late. went like, okay, I know what year this came out. <laughs> yeah, you're <laughs> like, okay, I get it. It's gonna be serious. Um, the band. Survive said the prophet did the first opening for um Vinland Saga, which you should watch that too. That's on Amazon Prime. It's great anime. Oh yeah. And uh I've been writing down a lot of these titles, so <laughs> <laughs> uh, you came to the right people for a lot of a lot of recommendations. I'm so glad I got to Dominic Davi before any other anime podcast. <laughs> I'm just sitting there, like, waiting for somebody to make these connections. Okay. Like, you don't want to talk to me about this stuff. I'm down. I'm ready. I got notes. Let's do this. 
<laughs> but no, I'm always looking for new stuff, you know, so. What, uh, so are you reading any manga right now, too, or, or not yet? Not really. Right yeah. Because I know you're really into comics. Yeah, I, I am. I've made comics. Uh, I'm working on a new book right now of my own. It's not, I mean, it's not done in an anime style, unless, I mean, a manga style. I mean, it's it's done in my style, so whatever that leads. But yeah, uh, like, one of the things I'm reading currently right now is, uh, is, uh, the, uh, Demon Slayer, uh, that's right, you said that, yeah, that's right. Uh, I've been reading. I read. I do read My Hero Academia. I just picked up a bunch of the Usagi Yojimbo saga that I've never read, and I've always oh, wanted yeah. to. Yeah, I read all the Goblin Slayers, um, the series. Usagi Yojimbo. Yeah, and then uh, I've been reading uh, JoJo's Great uh, Adventure. Oh, JoJo. Yeah, yeah, dude. If Nick was here, he would. He would. Yeah, he would. He would be like, oh. That's, that's his thing. Yeah, I picked People up the first book. Been reading One Punch Man. Definitely enjoying that. I'm like scrolling through like like my com my comicsology right now. Going okay, what else have I been looking through? Oh, <laughs> yeah. I picked up Corpse Princess because I started watching that anime. Actually, I just started watching that. Um, and uh, I've been like rereading the old Apple Seeds just because it's been years since I read them. Yes, dude. Yeah. Yes, dude. I, I love used to read those seed. all the time when I was a kid. Like that—that that was like my series. But like I've been reading it and, again. Uh, yeah, I love yeah. that. And the Ghost and Shell series, I loved like crazy too. That was one that I loved that oh, yeah. back. I got a Dark Horse edition of it. Um, no way! Back in uh, back in the nineties, so I still have that. When Dark Horse some... was like bringing manga over here, yeah, yeah that's, that's that's who I was crazy buying rare. from. That's because that's who I was buying from. So I have those. I have a bunch of the Dark Horse books. Those were what I was reading when I started Tsunami Bomb when I was like younger. Um, Damn. Yeah. So have you read Helsing as well, or haven't you? I have. I have read that. That's such a Tsunami Bomb thing. That's such a Dominic thing. Like yeah. Helsing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah, dude! Yeah, I'm a little. Say it's Victoria. She's yeah, fine. Yeah, I. You, <laughs> if basically, if you have something that's like slightly dark at all, I'm I'm in I'm in for it. I'm there. Uh, I have like you Mike Flynn. have you ever read or even seen Death Note? Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Okay. Yeah, okay. went through Just all that. Sure. <laughs> Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Did you watch the live action movie? I didn't. I didn't watch. Oh my god! Don't. Yeah. Is it bad? Don't. Is it bad? It's terrible. It's terrible. Oh, that's even even fucking William Dafoe couldn't even save that shit. Oh, that's too bad. Oh man, Uh, I was bad. Oh, I was reading a Jin Demi Human, and I was reading. Oh, okay. I have the Netflix one. Was it? the Barnes and Noble editions of the, they have these big collections of Tokyo Ghoul. I've been reading. Nice. I picked up those, and I really like those because he's not crying so much in the manga. <laughs> <laughs> like, I felt like when I watched the anime, he he's was just not like so much of an emo kid. Oh my God. <laughs> like, I'm sensitive as as anyone else, and I understand that he has ghoul parts now, and that's that's a tough. That's a, you're going to be eating some things, and you're not that you're not going to enjoy <laughs> like becoming a cannibal. Like that's a thing. Okay, I get it. You're a little upset, but I feel like those first few episodes of the of the anime, I'm just sitting there like just. I feel like somebody walking in is like, "What are you just watching? Some little boy cry in cart in animation?" <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, yeah, that's what we're watching. That's yeah, dude. we're waiting for it." I don't, I don't mind emotion. I just can we get 
to the part where he understands that this is what's happening. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm, uh, yeah, I, I like, but like I said, yeah, Death Note, I loved that. That was great. Yeah, I'm a big fan of stuff, and I'm willing to try anything. I have now. I have a full page of notes of titles and stuff that you guys were rattling off all all this whole show. So I'm like, I'm okay. also gonna, I'm okay. also gonna gonna tell you to at least watch Haikyuu, which is about volleyball. Just leave saying. the come on, leave the man alone. He's got a lot of stuff he's <laughs> that already watching. Normally, what I, I I have to admit, I don't tend to gravitate because it's kind of funny watching Crunchyroll and you see these like uh, commercials, like it's like super serious music. And it's like dun 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 dun, dun and they're like people <laughs> squaring off, and all of a sudden, like they're throwing down stuff. And I was like, are they playing magic? What the hell are they play? And it's like it's, so it's a card game. Epic. Yeah, and it's like yeah. so like it's a high school club that plays <laughs> cards. And I was like, I'm not watching that. Like I'm drawing the line. <laughs> <laughs> I draw a line. Like, I'm not doing it. I'm not in. No, I don't. What? Oh, but it's so good, though. Is it? Oh, my God. <laughs> Haikyuu? Yes, Haikyuu. for sure. Right, I've I'll gotten, I've gotten like. For you, I will pe- look at Haikyuu. Oh, awesome. I, I feel so honored. <laughs> and I'm not even being sarcastic. <laughs> <laughs> I may sound sarcastic, but I'm really not. <laughs> That's a good way to be. I like that. Like, i not even being sarcastic, but I am sarcastic right now. <laughs> <laughs> My tone may sound like that, but it's really not. <laughs> I know I have wrestling bitch points. <laughs> that must make your relationships really interesting. Like, oh, yeah, you love me? Okay. <laughs> no, for real. No. <laughs> but no, I'm reacting to that. It's okay that you love me. I'm just, I'm, my voice just sounds like that. Oh, you like that show? Okay. Great. Really not going to lie because that's how Sam and uh, our relationship between me and Sam are literally. Really? It's you're so just, funny. You're just, <laughs> just slobbing shade out of all the times. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Oh. yeah. She'll, yeah. She'll, she'll do this thing where I'll say something to her and I'm like, I'm like, bitch, like, hold on a second. And then I'm, and she'll just be like, hmm. Mm. Like, <laughs> I'm like, mm. okay, sure. <laughs> you think you're cute? Cool. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, dude. Dude. Oh my god, Dominic died. I can't believe you came on our podcast. It's so amazing. Thank you for Thank having you so me. Much. I'm. It's been great. I really appreciate it. If you ever want to talk anime, like. <laughs> down to fun <laughs> that tone says all like i always want to talk about it yeah, I mean, <laughs> anytime anytime i could be another uh anytime i can weigh in i'm happy to do it just let me know that's amazing man thank you so much dude so awesome. w- really quick tell people where they can find it because you're you're not only in a punk rock band and a, a nerd but obviously you are all kinds of other you know mediums of art you do you're making a comic right now you have art you did the art for you do art for a lot of your merch and stuff too Mm -hmm. and for crunchyroll obviously which is fucking amazing which i did not know that's fucking awesome um so tell people where they can find your art and and you know everything else well you can find the band uh at tsunamibomb.net or on any of the social media it's all over the place uh definitely check it out we have a brand new album called the spine that binds it's out now and it's out everywhere so uh, i'm really proud of that um, we are, I have, you can see my artwork. I have a site called, uh, you can see it at dominicdavi.com or it's, if it's easier, you can go to the store at the dinosaur factory.com. Uh, and you can find a lot of my art at the dinosaur factory on any social media, Instagram, Facebook. Um, and then I'm a host of a bunch of podcasts. I host a podcast called three gigs where I talk to different performers about their first best and worst performances of all time. 
Uh, nice. Yeah, and that I just brought that show back, and we've done two episodes this week. I, I brought out Brenna Red from The Last Gang. It's a band on Fat Records, and they're great. And then last week was uh, Libby Lux from uh, Bridge City Sinners. And so, so it's just like I sit down and we just have a conversation about these about the adventures of being on the road and, and playing and starting a band and having that great moment and then having a terrible moment. But I've talked to other performers too, not just musicians. Um, sure. Yeah. Uh, I have a horror podcast called monster candy podcast where we talk about cool geeky movies and Ooh, I'm, I'm telling her about on on that. My, my yeah. partner loves that. Yeah, she'll 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 be all about. It's that. a little. It's an interesting combination of personalities on that one to be sure. But my, I'm really uh, also about to release a podcast. We're working on it now. It's called Fearless Movie Killers, and basically we cover different horror movies that everybody loves, and tells we tell you why they're stupid. <laughs> <laughs> like point out everything that is that's amazing and dumb and why everybody's crazy for loving this movie and the first three episodes why did he go into the house yeah no, like, exactly exactly we talk about oh Hall- i can totally do that i mean i don't i'm i don't i don't like scary movies but i can be all like why did he go in there like oh, is he stupid like yeah we get a different group of comedians and horror fans and musicians and different people and we tackle a different movie each time in a discussion and the first three episodes are going to be halloween friday the 13th and nightmare on elm street specifically talking about like wait <laughs> wait hold on <laughs> like and it's just like pointing out like everything that's like ha the logic gaps the plot holes the ridiculousness and it's like i expect to get a lot of like angry emails for this like, i expect to get some crap from it that hasn't launched yet but it's about to launch and you can find fearless movie killers on all the social media so monster candy podcast fearless movie killers and three gigs uh are the podcasts i do tsunami bomb is the band i do and then my art is at the dinosaur factory okay nice. and and just in case Dominic didn't convince you. Your girl right here is going to convince you. Tsunami Bomb is the shit, and you should listen to them right now. Like, don't even turn off this podcast right now and go, what are you still doing here? Go. <laughs> Maybe they're just being polite. <laughs> go to the band camp. Or go to the, just go to the, go to Tentacle, Alternative Tentacle Records and order, just, just download all of it right now. I would certainly even... appreciate that. You can open another window. You don't even have to end. You could you could just keep going. Open another window. Oh, yeah. Here. We're in the future. You open a new tap. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, oh open God. a new tap. Go for it. We're like in 3,000 right now. Multi- multicast. <laughs> and uh, if you feel like the challenge the, to, to take this, the new, what I'm calling now the Tsunami Bomb Challenge, you can literally silence the, the beginning of any anime and put a Tsunami Bomb song and watch it fit. Oh, my God. I'll take that challenge. I'll take that. I I, I know suggest... I know all these songs. I, oh my god, I'm doing it right now. I suggest oh the darker, more epic ones rather than you know. I can't promise that like some of the popular ones will, but some of them will. Dude, I used to That's download Tsunami Bomb anime music videos. You know, remember AMV.org? People make their own. Oh anime yeah, music. I remember that. I used to download Tsunami Bomb ones all the time. Actually, speaking, of, that's really funny. There was there was a Fully Cooly one that that used the song "Take the Reins," and that's it was like one. one of my favorite. Yeah, they showed it at the convention I was at, like, one time that year, which is awesome. Um, and everyone's like, oh, who's this band? I'm like, it's Tsunami Bomb. What are you, new? God! <laughs> <laughs> Two-time bitch, get out of here! 
We're definitely a cult thing. It's like you, you kind of know you know, and then some. If you know, you know. know. Yeah, it's like it's not really like even our best-selling shirt is just the mom logo. So it's like it doesn't even say the name because we thought you know definitely it's the kind of band that's like people either get it or they don't get or it or they don't. Yeah, yeah. and that's kind of how. It, yeah. We don't really have a lot of casual fans either. Like it's not like people come up and go like, yeah, they're okay. It's either like. I don't know this band, I hate this band, or I love this band, which is great. You know, you definitely provoke a reaction, but it's like, I've never met anyone go like, yeah, you guys are okay. There <laughs> yeah. are people going like, that was great, or it's like, nah, I don't like it. I don't like it at all. Nope. Nope. <laughs> I was like, well, Dude. thanks for sharing. Oh my God. Thank, thank you so much for coming on. <laughs> yeah, I cannot wait to like listen to all these other pods you're on. And, oh my God, dude. This will probably come out sometime. So right now it's April sixteenth. It'll probably come sometime next week, uh, alongside like the our next week's episode. But let me know. I'll share oh it everywhere. God. So yeah, dude, I will let you know. I will. Do you want me to message you? I'll message you. You know what? I'll I'll, I'll have my people call your people. How about that? <laughs> Sounds perfect. Just so you know, my people. She'll is a have cat. Sm- she'll have Smokey call your people. My cat Smokey. Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say, is that the cat? Is the am I gonna yeah. get called yeah. from the cat? <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna get hit up. I'm gonna get I am we- from a cat. <laughs> We fire Smokey all the time. He's our producer and everything for our podcast. And we fire him. He didn't him even and stutter. Him. He was like, Is that the cat? Is that the cat? It's the cat. <laughs> I was going to see a bunch of letters, like, just all smashed in as if, like, the cat walked on the keyboard. And I'm like, Yeah. Ah, uh, gotcha. Yeah. I was like, Then I'll just react to it. I'll be like, All right. Tell Sam that I'm ready whenever. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Thank you so much again, Dominic. I really appreciate it. Thank, Thank you. you. We love you. That being said, I've been some. That's been Danny. That's Dominic Davi from Tsunami Bomb, and this has been the Anime Summit Podcast. <laughs>